Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of What's Your Fantasy? Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, MJWAU, with Shadow, the SES Fun Train, and a special guest uh, this week, Commissioner Dave. Dave, how you doing, man? Dude, I'm living the fantasy dream. I just crushed you two in some mock drafts last night. I'm on a high. I'm feeling great. I mean, that's always um, a great feeling, right? Just smashing your friends in in these mock drafts. And uh, yeah, I was getting some smack talk. And uh, actually, I had a, f- a funny moment where um, I was scrolling Twitter because one of my last picks was Zach Wilson, right? And in uh, one of these drills today, he was zero for seven in accuracy points. So um, yeah, maybe I am regretting that. Uh, it's okay. Last... Late round flyer. That's what they're there for. <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, but with that, everybody, we're going to go ahead and start with our icebreaker, which is the our, our personal Mount Rushmore of sitcoms. Now, mine's pretty recent. It's got a, uh, like a mix of past, just a little past, and mostly future. So it's Parks and Rec, Murderville on Netflix, if you haven't seen it, um, Futurama, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So who'd like to go next? Scott, you get your baby. I'll, I'll uh, welcome Dave. Um, he is our first repeat guest and first off-season guest. So congrats on those two superlatives. And also uh, backtracking to his mock trash from last night, he then texted us after he finished them and said, and I quote, I don't love either of my teams tonight. I think drafting adjacent you two stole all the value I imagine players have. So... Um, calling him out immediately on on that. But my Mount Rushmore would have to be The Office, The GOAT, greatest of all time sitcom, uh, Friends, Parks and Rec, as MJ mentioned, and How I Met Your Mother. Those are some good picks. And let me just jump right in since you're going to call me out like that. Uh, Yeah, my teams weren't my favorite teams I've ever drafted. They were just better than yours. I'm not trying to be the fastest in these mock drafts. I just need to finish ahead of you just like in the real dynasty league last year. All right. So in no particular order, so good, Dave. I'm going to start with one big, big throwback home improvement. If you didn't watch home improvement right. growing up, you know what? I have some words for you that I think this is a family friendly podcast. And I can't say follow that up South park. I'm going to oh, keep the yeah. parks and Rex train going and then finishing it off. And this is my goat. This is my personal goat. 30 rock. Love oh, 30 rock. classic. Classic solid, picks. solid choices minus home improvement, which we can talk about later. Oh. Um, MJ, <laughs> did you also say Parks and Rec? Yes, I did. So I, I guess that's going to be on our shared Mount Rushmore. So Parks and Rec for me. Wow, wow, wow. I sadly am saying the same for Scott. So Parks and Rec, <laughs> the Office, Friends, and How I Met Your Mother. Um, I have you guys a lot are so of, cute. I have a lot of honorable mentions. Um, so I, I, I keep a tally of every TV show limited series that I've ever watched from start to finish, um, including those that are ongoing. And I'm currently at 82 that I've seen all of. Um, so I keep a list on my phone in the event that if anyone's ever like, Hey, I'm looking for a new show to watch. I just whip it out, give them a recommendation. So I'm proud of you. (laughs) <laughs> y'all are looking for some recommendations let me know um so again so honorable mentions new girl brooklyn 99 on mj's list modern family the league community schitt's creek 
curb your enthusiasm. And I'm currently six seasons into Seinfeld. So throwback to the 90s, similar to Home Improvement, like Dave mentioned. Um, but Seinfeld, it's one of those shows that definitely takes a little bit to get into um, just due to the very old quality of the show. But it's it's a smash, guys. And Elaine, let me tell you, um, Julie Louis Dreyfus, she's something special. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, Steven, you know, some of us watched that show when it was live on the air. <laughs> So we are aware how good it is. I know you're the baby of the bunch. But... Uh, excellent, excellent recommendations. Excellent Mount Rushmores. Um, I think it's always a rare sight to see the sideband uh, men agree, uh, especially on four different selections out of all the sitcoms. That a lot of um, options. Yeah, great. Yeah, it feels awesome. wrong. It feels yeah, wrong. Great taste. Yeah, great, great taste. <laughs> Definitely feels wrong, but with that, with the momentum that Steven's carrying, uh, we're going to go straight into the Bumble Rumble. Let's get it, guys. So this is a segment that we debuted last week, and we had a ton of fun with it, so I wanted to bring it back again. Um, for those out there that didn't listen last week, and for Dave, since he's new with us this time around. Um, oh, yeah, baby. Basically gonna Bro, give you guys... I know the Bumble Rumble. I'm, I'm ready. I was Loyal so listener here. I'm, Loyal listener here. I love here. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm going to give you guys two, two players. Um, all I'm going to give you are their ages and their location, location being the stadium they play in, um, the city that that stadium was located in. But I'm not going to give you positions like I gave last week. So this is going to be a complete crapshoot. Just ages and location, and y'all are going to have to go with your gut, think on your feet, don't think too long. So it's going to be like swiping in real life. Swipe Well, not that any of you do that since you're all happily married, but it's like what you do in real life. Swiping right, swiping left, just super quickly. Don't really think about it. So here we go. So we'll start it off with our first set, um, age 24, Miami Gardens, Florida, age 24, Cincinnati, Ohio. MJ, uh, let you take it first. My uh, twenty-four in Florida. Dave, Miami. Let's go. And Scott. No, they're they're both wrong. Give me twenty-four in Cincinnati. Is it Joe Burrow and Tua? No, it was Jalen Waddle and T Higgins. Scott, you off? You off today, Scott? It's it's pretty close, I, but I take Waddle. I'm so happy. I'm so happy with it. Yeah, yeah they're not, they're not too far apart. Um, that's a fun one. This is gonna be good. <laughs> um, our next set, age 22, Detroit, Michigan, age 21, Inglewood, California. Let's and go, we'll Inglewood. Okay, I'm, Dave. I'm sold. I, I'm making quick decisions here. I'm not like these two trying to Inglewood, get California. <laughs> the location is sexy. I love it. Scott, give me Detroit and MJ, oh. Detroit, baby. Who's confident oh. in their decision? MJ, all right, who do you think it is? I think it's Jameer Gibbs. Jamison Williams and Quentin oh. Johnson. Oh, oh that's Smash really I'm, I'm that's very happy pretty... with that decision. Very happy with that decision. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think that's, that's pretty close. Gambling? Is that your thing? <laughs> Are we talking this season? Because right now, Jamison Williams isn't playing the full season. For, but first of all, Johnson, he's so. suspended for six games. It's super shady. Goodell, I'm not even going to get into my beef with him, but stupid rule. <laughs> um, he shouldn't be suspended. In fact, it should be overturned, but whatever. 
Hey, 18, 18 months as an NFL player still hasn't started, but man, one of these days he's going to be good. Hardly we'll contested. Hardly he contested. played last year. All right. Did he? A couple of games. All right, guys, we are flying into Kansas City for our next duo, both in Kansas City, age 24, age 23. Going with the younger player or the older player? Give me 24. Age that wisdom. Give me age 24. Yeah, right, so I, I will more than likely pick the age 24. Everyone going with Kadarius Tony over oh. Isaiah Pacheco. These are both terrible. I don't. Yeah, I guess <laughs> that's a that's a meh. No one's unhappy I, or happy. I, 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 well, because because Pacheco's like a uh, and then Kadarius Tony's about to be replaced by Nuke. So like uh. potentially so. They're both question marks, but could also be great. So both wild cards. Um, our next set, age 23, Denver, Colorado, age 24, Baltimore, Maryland. I got this one. Uh, give me, oh, give me Baltimore this year, but Denver for the long haul. No, well, this is Dynasty, so we're not. All right, give me Denver. Here. Give me Denver. Dave? I'm taking J.K. Dobbins. I mean, Baltimore. Give me Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore. MJ? That's Williams, times. right? Yes. So yeah, you guys know that one. Definitely. I, I mean, yeah, right JK here. this year, but Javante Dynasty for sure. Um, our next set, we got age 24, North Englewood, Maryland, and age 24, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minneapolis. I always add a syllable in that Give word. Give me Alexander Mattis. I mean Minneapolis. Give me Minneapolis. MJ? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Minneapolis as well. I'm gonna go I mean, Mini as well. Yeah. I'm, everyone take Dave in is so smart. Madison over Gibson. Yeah. Two options there. For sure. If Cook's gone, Madison's gonna be it's, still. I forget here. that he's so young. I, I forget that Gibson's so young. So very young still. Unless I got the age right wrong, but I think that's right. No, I'm pretty sure that's right. Um someone check me on that. But next <laughs> set, um age twenty-six, Cleveland, Ohio. Age 21, Las Vegas, Nevada. I mean, it's got to be the dog pound. I have no idea who it is, though. What was the second age? 21. 21? Or what was the first option again? 26 out of Cleveland, Ohio. Right, so wait, Amari Cooper and who else? Let's he go. wants to take a stab. Dog pound. 20. Swiping right. it's, 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 not, it's not Cooper. Cooper's like 28. 26, 26 year old Cleveland. All right, MJ's taking the twenty six year old out of Cleveland. Yeah, I, I am too. I think I know what it is now. So no one's going with the young buck. David and Joku and Michael Mayer. I'm oh, really like happy that. about that. You guys happy with I'm that? really yeah. happy about that. I'm fine with that. Then Joku's gonna have a good season. I think he's got a lot of potential. All right, guys. Last but not least, age twenty one. Houston, Texas, age 24, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah, give me the rookie at Houston. We got one for Houston. Uh, yeah, give me, give me CJ. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I would agree. All right, so everyone's taking Stroud over, of course, Jordan Love. It's, so these are supposed to be pretty like similar, right? And I'm guessing right now, maybe in ADP, they're similar. But they're, like they're draft capital, CJ Stroud is way ahead of Yeah, CJ is like, way higher in ADP. I yeah, I mean, 
I think they're both number two quarterbacks in super flex. I think that's kind of how I – so I guess from that standpoint, relatively close. Not not so much for, for ADP. Okay. I, yeah, I, um, think, I think Love is a number three quarterback in super flex. I think he's your, he's your number one on your bench. So you do you think that there's 32 quarterbacks better than him? It's or 12 I guess team leagues. 23? Yes. No question. 23 quarterbacks better than him. Better than Jordan Love. Kenny Pickett, Trey Lance. Well, I mean, I think, I think he's, he's right there on that. He's right there on that cusp. It's it's close. He's he's like 24, 25, 26. But yeah, I think I could probably name 23, 24 guys better than him. Well, I mean, I just I just gave you the the cusp guys, but <laughs> you know, I, I'd rather have Wilson. I'd rather have Wilson over him right now as my to be starting. At least I know what I'm getting out of him. I think last year was a dud. I think Wilson's gonna turn around this year. Definitely an interesting convo for the future. We'll have to talk about love later on. But um yeah, that was a ton of fun again. And I will turn it back to MJ for some more fun rankings. Uh yeah. Um we're still figuring out a segment name name for this, but it's just a early dynasty rankings. Um, and my personal preferences, of course. Um, so here we go. This week it's gonna be a little bit more fun. Starting out with the running backs. And Easily, number one is B. John Robinson for me. Um, Jonathan Taylor is my second rated running back. Brees Hall for number three. Number four, CMC. Five, Saquon Barkley. Six, Kenneth Walker. The third, seven, Jameer Gibbs. Eight, Josh Jacobs. Nine, Travis Etienne. And ten, Tony Pollard. Does anyone have any... Mm, guttural reactions to any of these picks right here or these rankings? Definitely not guttural. Uh, I will say those are the exact top 10 per fantasy pros right now. So you're yeah, not I, I agree with a lot of, a lot of these, uh, I guess pro people, but like I didn't really stray far from the pack. Yeah. I mean, I don't have much hate. I think I'm probably putting Eckler in my top 10. Maybe knocking out Jacobs. Um, I still love Chubb. Eckler, Chubb. Eckler, Chubb, and Harris are the three that I'm definitely thinking hard on. Um, but as far as who I'm kicking out, I guess I don't. Yeah, I I think I'm probably kicking out KW. Damn, KW, man. Josh Jacobs, and moving in Eckler and Chubb. I think that's probably what I would do, but, but again, I, I don't have a big, big issue with the. See, my reservation with Eckler is he's on a one year prove it deal. And I feel like they'll turn and burn him. I mean, definitely possible. And he could, he could get banged up, but he's just, man, he's a dog as he is a man show. Um, and also Nicholas Chubb, but yeah, I think he's just going to be great wherever he goes and work his ass off. But but yeah, no, I also understand the injury concerns. I I think I would put Harris in my top ten. Uh, okay, he's young, third season. Uh, he's been top fifteen the first two. Uh, who would I kick out? Man, um, 
probably probably Jacobs or, or Pollard, honestly, one of those two. I think Gibbs has to stay in there with what the Lions did to get him. Um, I'm not scared of um, KW3 losing too much value. I think he'll still be top 10. I think mm-hmm. I might – I know it's Dynasty. I might swap CMC and Brees Hall for now just because I'm not sure – how soon he's going to be ready to play and if he's going to be the same coming back. Um, we hope he is. We expect him to be. But uh, I think for now, I, I swap your three and four. Okay. But other than that, um, yeah, I, I add Harris and I take out Jacobs, I think. All right. Thank you, sir. Dave? I get whiplash from Scott's choices because he's, <laughs> he's like all in on the young guys. And then he's like, no, for this year – I'm good with CMC over Brees Hall, so I just like I can't keep up. Man, hey, he's, he's, he he needs to flow like water. That's what he's doing. Be like water. Fluid. So I don't like your top three over CMC. I think CMC needs to go number one, and I get it. Dynasty, sure, maybe he's only got a year or two left, but when CMC's playing, he is breaking the game of fantasy. Even on San Francisco, where he has to share touches, like he is breaking the game, and his opportunity to score is sky high. So if I'm just looking at trying to win, I'm going to go CMC all day. Other Love people in the top ten, I got to kick it. out. I got to kick out Gibbs. I got to kick out KW three, and I got to kick out Tiny P. I mean Tony Pollard. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Tiny P, baby. Tiny P, right? So he's Pollard's a smaller guy. They're probably going to resign Zeke, whatever. He'll he'll be okay. He'll be good. KW three Charbonnet. It. I hate this. I hate it. But football teams care about draft capital way too much, and so they spend a second round on Charbonnet. It's it's going to be a timeshare. He's going to ruin KW 3s value no matter how good a season was last year. And Gibbs, I don't believe it, man. I just don't believe it. We'll see. I'd love him to do great. I love it. I respect it. Uh, I love some start stark contrast to um the these lists and awesome feedback i mean um, i like the cmac call for sure yeah that yeah. is oh man that is nothing, what i love to nothing see. gets me going like a 26 year old running back who's been hurt like three years in a row <laughs> hey he uh he had a pretty great season last uh last year so you know passing receiving and rushing touchdown that was i mean pretty gnarly um great he is a game breaker. And with our next, well, my next uh, group of athletes, it's going to be the tight ends. Uh, you know, past the top, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess this all fell into place re- relatively easy for me as well. Um, and let me go ahead and post that for you guys. Uh, number one, Kyle Pitts. Two, Mark Andrews. Three, Travis the Man Kelsey. Four, TJ Hawkinson. Five, Dallas Goddard. Six, George Kittle. Seven, Pat Fryermuth. Eight, Dalton Kincaid. Nine, Sammy Laporta. And ten, David Njoku. I mean, for sure, I'm completely out on Laporta. I hate that you guys love him so much. He's done absolutely nothing. He's on the Lions. TJ Hawkinson didn't even do that great, and he was a top 10 draft pick. So definitely mm-hmm. kicking Laporta out of the top 10, putting Waller in my top 10. Oh, I love it. 
Laporta. Um, I mean, let me let's see anything else that I want to change. I think I got to put Andrews over Pitts. Hell yeah. Especially Definitely. with how they're switching to a pass heavy offense now. Yeah. I think he's, he's your most stable guy. He's what only 27, 28, 27. Um, so we got a solid six years at a Mark Andrews. So yeah, give me Andrews at one. Um, I am definitely knocking down Hawkinson. I'd rather have Goddard. I think I'd rather have Kittle. Um, I just Hawkinson. I mean, again, the draft capital is there, but I don't know how many years we're past at this point. Like five. Um, give me the proven guys and Goddard and Kittle. I like Philly's okay. offense. I like San Fran's offense. And now you got Jefferson and Addison in Minnesota. So I would think Cousins is going to be showering them with the ball. So um, knocking down Hawkinson a bit. But, yeah, I, I think I think the only one in the top ten I disagree with is Laporta. And, again, I would put um, Waller in there instead. All right. Uh, so – yeah, I, I disagree with some things. I'll agree with Steven that I would put Mark Andrews number one. Oh. Um, but I am a complete 180 on his view of TJ Hawkinson. I think TJ Hawkinson is the number two tight end in Dynasty right now. Um, give me Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, and then Kyle Pitts and then Travis Kelsey. Listen, Kelsey's the GOAT. It's just an age thing, man. You, you maybe got like top Kelsey production for one year, two max. I'll give him two max. Uh, Dude is my age. I know how you feel after you play like 15 <laughs> minutes of street ball. Like, dude's playing a 60 minute game every week. Nah, man, he just can't. He can't keep doing what he does. Um, I, I give him two years tops of his peak performance, and I think the other guys just will service you longer. Uh, Ooh, in, two years in to win. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if you draft a stellar team. Kelsey, by all means, um, and, and hopefully you grab one of these younger guys and can cater to Laporta to backfill. But um, where the heck is Evan Ingram, my dude? Uh, give me Evan Ingram over Fryermuth, over Kittle, over Goddard, over Laporta, over Kincaid, over definitely over Njoku. Why aren't um, you trading I, for him? Then I know you felt uh, strongly about Ingram. Because I already have Lawrence and Ridley. You had your opportunity to trade with me, but I got Ridley. I don't want Ridley and Ingram, two pass catchers from the same team in my starting lineup. Uh, it's just I don't, I don't, I don't like it. You know how I feel about that. Um, but yeah, give me, give me Ingram at five. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, I, I'm a obviously I'm a buyer into the hype of Kincaid. I drafted him in two dynasty leagues. I got him over Fryermuth for sure. I'm not a believer in Fryermuth. Um, yeah, I think I think I'm kicking Njoku out, putting Ingram in. I'm going to kick Laporte out of the top ten, but Waller in the ten spot. Um, but other than that, I'm I'm okay with with Kitty Cat being where he's at. Uh, well, I, I would I put Ingram above Kitty Cat, and I'd put mm. Goddard. I'd probably put Goddard below Kitty Cat. Um, so yeah, I would change it up a little. I think. I do. I do agree that Ingram is severely undervalued, um, and I'm not really sure why. But um, I do. Obviously, I'm, a, I'm an owner, so I think that he probably deserves a little more credit. Um, and Cole Komet, I also don't get 
which sorry, it's still Dave's thunder. Um, I know you haven't gotten yet, but um, just like looking at rankings, like, um, like fantasy pros has him down at 16 and dude finished as one, two, three, four, five, like the seventh tight end last year. So I just like, he's very young. Um, Justin Fields is only getting better. He's got more mm-hmm. weapons. I just, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really get um, why there's not more credit given there. Like, whatever they have commit over Dolchich and Mayer, Laporta, Oconclu, all these guys that are ranked ahead. But anyways, um, we'll get back to the top 10. I'll give it to Dave. Sorry about that, Dave. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Uh, well, let's just start it off with the tight end and fantasy doesn't matter and it should only be part of a flex position moving forward. But if we have to talk about tight ends, Steven, as much as I'm a gambling man and love Laporta, I agree with you. He does not belong in the top 10. Rookie tight ends have no business on this list. Speaking Hell of people yeah. who also have no business on this list, let's talk about your number one, Kyle Pitts. So his rookie season, everybody points to that being like, oh, this is what this is. This is Kyle Pitts. This is why we love him. Eight point seven points per game in twenty twenty one. Eight point seven, and then in twenty twenty two, how many points per game did he have? Like six, right? I I love the talent, but at the end of the day, his usage isn't there, and I, I'm all out. My Kyle Pitts rank would probably be in the six or sevens. That's that's how bad it is. Because I love it. I, I mean, I love Andrews. I love Kelsey. Uh, I love Kittle. Kittle's been the number two in points per game for like two or three years. He's he's very good when he's healthy and on the field. And then I'm only going to talk about adding one tight end to this list. And I know I'm going to get so much hate from everybody for different reasons. But guys, Taysom Hill. He's been at the top ten and finishes for like three years straight. I get it. He's not a tight end. But at the end of the day, he scores points. He scores them in a weird manner, and he can help you win weeks if he gets like a three touchdown week for some random reason. Mad respect. P- point of order: He's been top five the last three years in standard scoring, but in PPR, he's been nine, twenty, and ten the last three years. Um, so definitely I'm sure depends. He's five in our league. In, nine, twenty, and ten. I'm, it, I'm talking points in per half game. point PPR. Oh, okay. I'm talking points, points per game. game. Sorry. I'm talking points per game. I'm, I'm not doing total season scores. Sorry. I, I'm a little out, out of sync with you guys. No, I right. still love it. But listen, those random blow-up games from him, I mean, that wins you a week. So Steven and I had polar opposite opinions on Hawkinson. You didn't mention him. How do you feel about Hawkinson? Meh. He's like Nebraska. Pretty nice place. Don't want to be there forever. So where would you put him in your rankings? Also... Love that little jab because that's right. <laughs> Moving. And I just left. Uh, I'd put him, let's see. I would put him below Evan Ingram, who's not on this list. But I like Ingram probably more than the field. I think I'd have him right around in Joku spot. So, like, somewhere, fit him in there somewhere. So, like, 10th? Well, because, like, they just drafted Addison, they have JJ. And Madison can catch the ball. Like he's what has Hawkinson done to prove? Dude, Haw- Hawkinson yeah. will be the second best pass catcher on that team this year. False, false. Yeah, that's no, not, not false. No, I don't know false. what he's. I don't know what he's done to prove that. Well, I don't want to give away too much because uh, the segment we're about to go into. But 
Uh, okay. Well, and he they, was he was fantasy in PPR leagues tight end one, uh, tight end two last year, four in standard. I honestly did not realize that, and I'm looking at that now. That's kind of crazy. It is kind yeah, of crazy. He, he, he improved shocked. significantly once he moved to uh, Minnesota. Like, I cannot. Uh, I'm so confused. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> he improved significantly once he went to Minnesota, but he's not. I, I just don't believe in him. I don't believe I mean, him there. I think Addison's going to take the targets. It looks like, oh, I guess he had a 37-point game and a 30-point game, which, I mean, I guess for tight ends, that'll... Mm, I mean, that'll push you over. That'll win you wow. your weak well, single-handed. corrected. Because I do love stats, but um, um, yeah, so awesome. Wild. Listen, awesome input, you guys, and your lists are fantastic as well. Um, always love the push and pull, the ebb and flow of of debates and conversations and other people's opinions. So I always respect you guys. So thank you. Um, with that, we're going to move into a new segment hosted by Scott. Um, Scott, tell us about. Shadagories. All right, so I want to do a little game for the podcast, and uh, so I came up with this. I'll go over the rules real quickly, but first thing first, you guys get off your phones now. Stop looking at stats. We probably should have done this segment before the last one. Um, but essentially, here are the rules. Each player, Dave, MJ, and Steven, uh, you guys are going to start out with 20 points. Um, you each are going to have a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, and a tight end. I will give you one free clue um for the player trying to guess and then each additional clue i will subtract a point from your 20 um and there will be four additional clues after the first free clue um if you guess incorrectly it's minus two points um so it hurts to guess incorrectly um and that's basically it whoever has the most points after all four players have been guessed by each person will win the game um, doesn't matter who goes first, and it doesn't matter which position. So whoever wants to go first, uh, speak up and pick a position. And the points don't matter, and everybody wins. Exactly. <laughs> oh, they matter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'll jump in. Let's go quarterback. Let's start it off. All right, Dave, quarterback. All right, here's your free clue. He weighs 215 pounds. Him. You ready to buy, buy a clue to one? All right. <laughs> He finished as the best weekly quarterback three times in 2023 with his highest fantasy point total being 43.24 out of those three weeks, finishing as number one. Man, this game's going to have a lot of dead space. <laughs> I'm just like, who is this? Um, I know it's definitely not Kyler. Definitely not. Uh, hint? He won the championship in 2019. You know I don't watch playoff football, you bastard. It's part of the game. <clears throat> You're sitting at 18 points. Oh my god, I feel so dumb. I have no idea who won in 19. A hint. He finished as the number four quarterback and number seven quarterback in both standard and PPR scoring in 2023 and 2022, respectively. I'm going to lose the game on just my Wait, it's currently 2023. Sorry, 2022 and 2021 were second. Thank you, Steven. You want your final clue? I'm going to lose the game on just my quarterback. 
Listen, this yeah. is a tough game. All right. Yeah. Your final clue. Really he played for Ohio State in college and LSU. Joe Burrow. Final. Joe Burrow. You got it right. All right. So you, uh, you used four points. You're down to six. Uh, who wants to go next? I'll go. All right. What position? Dude, I'll keep it running with the quarterbacks. All right. Here's your free clue. He is 221 pounds. <laughs> Next time we play this game, we're going to have to study weight. <laughs> okay, give me a clue. Another one, please. He was the 35th best quarterback his rookie season. This game's all about the blank space. We want to have nice long blank spaces. <sighs> you got it, MJ. You got it. You think so? Yeah. I'll take it. Um, okay. You can hear me. Uh, I don't think he was that bad. You know what? I'm going to take one more clue. I'm going to be safe. He has won one of three championships in which he's played. Oh, I, uh, Trevor Lawrence. It is not Trevor Lawrence. Shoot. Uh, no, I'm going to lose this, Dave. All right, give me another clue. <laughs> All right, so that's one, two, three, four. So you're down to 16. Tie with Dave. This is your third clue. He was the third best quarterback in fantasy in 2022 and ninth best in 2021. Shoot, I should have gone with quarterback. Um, I don't think they're any easier at all. Well, if we start off with weight every time, it's definitely not going to get easier. Also, can you specify national championships? Because you know Super Bowls are a thing as well. That's 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 part of it. So that was, uh, that and, was the point. And, and Dave's, he won the college national championship. In MJ's, don't want to give it away yet. That was a free hit. Take a point off him right now. <laughs> I demand it. Listen, I'm I'm. Uh... Why can't I figure this out? Take your final hit. This one's yeah, a good one. I will take my final hit. His squat record is 570 pounds. Jalen Hurts? That's not a giveaway. Yes, Jalen Hurts. That's not a giveaway. <laughs> it is. He's the only one that's known for squatting super amounts of weight. I love fantasy football. I've never heard that stat. Well, not that stat specifically, but you know that he squats a ton of weight. I did I, not know that's that. That's how I knew. I did, I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yes, he won a championship with Bama. He lost uh, one with Bama, and he lost one with the Eagles last year. Steven, pick a category. Man, good luck, let Steven. A, let me get a running back. All right. Your free clue, he is 5'11". Five 5'11". Foot 11. Five foot 11. Let me get a guess here. Um, no, let me get another clue. In 2020, he averaged 8.9 yards per play. 8.9 per play. Christian McCaffrey. Eh. You ready for another clue? Yeah. He had 20 total touchdowns and 1894 total yards in 2022. Eckler. No. So that's two, that's two wrong guesses and two clues. So that's minus six points. You're down to 14 points. Would you like your third clue? Well, what are my other options? I mean, you keep guessing incorrectly. Yes, you know the clue. All right, you're down to 13 points. Uh, he wears number seven, which is a third of his age. 
Oh, this has got to be a Scott like pimping his own fantasy team thing. You said a seven is a third of his age. He wears number seven, which is a third of his age. And he played NFL football in 2020. Didn't say that. Okay, I mean, these are the honestly the worst clues of all time. Like this, this completely. They're awesome clues because you clearly don't know your players. This ruins the game. Yeah, um, how do you not know five eleven running back Steven? What is wrong with you? They're about to get progressively harder. Age twenty one, five eleven, presumably a rookie. Um, B. John Robinson, number it's seven. B. John Robinson. All right, Dave, pick your next position. Bring on the pain. Let's go, running back. I've heard it's hard. All right, your free clue is he's six foot one. Hint. He has played for two different teams in his six-year career. Hint. He averaged as the 30th best running back in his first six games, the eighth best back in his last seven games, and did not play games in 2022. Cream Hunt. It's not Cream Hunt. Hint. He was a top five running back in both standard and PPR scoring in 2021, two seasons ago. Hint. He wears number six and plays for an NFC West team. I don't have any idea who is in the NFC West. Scott, you know I don't watch real football. You, I only you can phone a, phone, a, phone a friend. All right, I want to phone a friend. Uh, Steven, who plays in the NFC West? You got the Arizona Cardinals, the Seattle Seahawks, the LA Rams, and the San Francisco 49ers. Is it CMC? It is not CMC. You can phone a friend for the answer. Scott, I'd like to know what the answer is, please. It's James Conner. <laughs> there's no penalty for not for asking for the answer. In the rules, there's, clearly there's no penalty. Wrong guess no penalty, penalty. and hit penalty only. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, the points don't matter. I've, I've lost count of your scoring. <laughs> so, uh, Steven, pick your next category. Let me get QB this time. All right. Your free clue is he's 25 years old. I am going to get this on the first try. I'm going to get this on the first try. Let's do it. Let's see it. Um, I feel good about it. <laughs> okay, your five seconds are up. Hit clue number one. His best week finish was quarterback three with 28.76 points, and his worst week finish was quarterback 30 with 5.50 points in 2022. That helped me just as much as 25 years old. <laughs> um, I want to guess based on the age. Give me a second here. I can tell you who it's not. Trey Lance. It is definitely not Trey Lance. Um, let me go ahead. Let me get a guess. Let me get uh, Daniel Jones. It's not Daniel Jones. Clue number two. He finished number two at the position in both standard and PPR in 2021. Josh Allen. 
It's not Josh Allen. Clue number three, he has finished in the top 12 of quarterbacks all three years of his NFL career. Joe Burrow. <laughs> it's not Joe Burrow. He lost to Auburn to open the season in 2019. Or Eagle. I don't know what you're pointing at. <laughs> um, it's Clue. So, uh, you said you said it lost to who? Oregon? It lost to Auburn. Auburn. To, to open the season in 2019. Or Eagle, baby. Dude, let me play? steal this. It's 2019. Phone a friend, Steven. No, I want to get this. No, come oh. on. All right, MJ, who is it? I'm not going to – wait, I can't give you the answer. Who's the team? Who's the team that Auburn played? Wait, the Oregon Ducks. Uh, wait, is it Lamar Jackson? Do you play Louisville? Oh, my God. The Oregon Ducks. demand those points be counted. The, it, Steven's at negative points by now. The Oregon Ducks. I, you could have asked me the stadium where he plays. I'm pretty sure. But that's who they played. Uh, Marcus Mariota? <laughs> Oh my! Uh, All right, MJ, just MJ, steal Justin it. Herbert. Steven, yes, thank you. Who'd you say? Justin Herbert. Oh, Justin Herbert. Right. Unfortunately, All there's right. no points for getting it right in this game, so MJ stole it, but didn't get a bonus. Yeah, I mean, All right. listen, it's MJ. Pick your next category. RB baby. All right, your free clue is he's 23 years old. Hmm. 23. Guess. I mean, at this point, 23-year-old. Um, Just go guess somebody that's already been used. I don't think he'll double up players. Uh, Rashad Bateman. You're doing running backs. <laughs> You're doing running backs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't right. count. Sorry, I got way too focused on no, that certainly does wide count. receivers for some reason. Uh, clue number one. He now wears number four and finished as the 44th best running back in standard and PPR in 2022. He now wears the number four? <sighs> what rank? He was 44th best running back in 2022. What? Number four on the jersey, man, but number two with the legs. Um. <laughs> I don't know what number he wore, but uh, Kareem Hunt? Nope. Oh, another clue, clue. Clue number two. He won the championship in 2021. I'm guessing this is the national championship, MJ. I mean, this should... <laughs> that's, a, that's helpful. I'm guessing it's a national championship for a powerhouse team. <sighs> Has to be... Derrick Henry? Nope. Oh, I don't Not know what. Oh, shoot, years. dude. I can't. <laughs> All right. Clue number three. Crashing and burning. He was drafted in the second round of the 2022 NFL draft. I don't think that's going to help MJ. <laughs> he is a resident rookie guy. Right. But I think the 2021 national championship may be more help. Listen, I can't. Yeah, give me clue number four. I'm bring me the negative. His older brother is in the league and is likely playing for a new team in 2023. Oh, there you go. There you go. Not who I was thinking. He's a second tier running back. That's not very good, but Scott likes him because he's on his team. Oh, 
Thank you for the help. James Cook. It is James Cook. I definitely thought Dude, it was J.K. That, Dobbins. I didn't, didn't he change his <laughs> I number. I thought it was J.K. for a while, but then... yeah, I, I was surprised too. So apparently, he changed his number. Um, it shows up as number four now. I didn't know you could change your number if you were mediocre. Oh, dang it, man! Maybe a better I, I can't wait. I can't wait for James Cook to smash this year, and for me to shove it all your faces. I'm gonna. Right, it's gonna be hard for him to both smash. All right, Dave. Uh, next category. You have wide receiver, tight end, left. Oh my god! I gotta do both of them. <laughs> can I just? Can we just say tight ends don't matter? <laughs> I definitely want to do wide receiver next. All right, your free clues. He's twenty-five years old. Keenan Allen. Clue number one: His best week finish in two thousand twenty-two was wide receiver seven with twenty-four point seven points, and his worst week finish was wide receiver one hundred four with point eight fantasy points. T Higgins. Clue two, he has one top 10 finish in his four-year career, which was in 2020. Oh, who's that terrible play you keep trying to trade with me from the Jaguars? Um, hmm. Hint. He wears number 14 and plays in the NFC West. Steven, I need to know the NFC West teams again. Cardinals, 49ers, Seahawks, Rams. Hollywood! His first name is also the name of a Mario character. His first name is the... If you're talking about DK Metcalf, his first name is actually like Deonta or something. That's not a Mario character. That's a really bad... Uh, D- his, DK. That's his initial. But you got it. You got it. I did get it. You got it. Steven? Whatever I have left. Tight end? <laughs> you have tight end and wide receiver. Uh, yeah, let me get tight end. I'm gonna get this in the first try. All right, free clue is he's six foot five. TJ Hawkinson. It is TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> he, Dude, all right, so if clues, only you got points for wow. getting it right. I'm back. <laughs> so the clues were he has finished in the top ten in half of his NFL seasons. He was the second best tight end in PPR scoring last season and fourth best in standard scoring. He wears number eighty seven and is twenty five years old. He got traded from one NFC North team to another during the 2021-2022 offseason. Those are the clues. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten to the last clue, honestly. MJ? I'll I'll go into tight ends as well. All right. MJ's tight end. Free clue. He is 28 years old. 28 years old? Evan Ingram? No. Clue number one. He has oh, never man. finished inside the top 10 position. I thought you said they were good players. <laughs> he has never finished inside the top 10 of the position. There's so many options. 28-year-old tight end who's been mediocre his entire career. Clue two? <sighs> yeah. He has been number 10 in standard scoring three of his five seasons and once in PPR. I just have a feeling it's like Hunter Henry. No. Oh. Next one. He's on the same team as two top 10 wide receivers from last season. What, Gasecki? Nope. He's not on that team anymore, MJ. Oh, <laughs> shoot, dude. I am killing it tonight. I'm killing it. Okay, give me the next one. 
His first name is the city name of a major divisional opponent. Um, I think Steven's got it if you want to phone a friend. Hey, give me a hint, friend. <laughs> hint is the big D. <laughs> the big D, huh? The big D and the big T. What are these hints? <laughs> <laughs> I... Texas. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, wait, Dalton Schultz. Nope. His first name is the city name oh, of a major uh, divisional Jesus, man. <laughs> Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. You got it. Yeah. Man, um, so what was he? You ranked so hard. You had him at number six. He's never finished inside the top 10 for the record. Uh, Dave, your last but not least, tight end. Your free clue is he is 247 pounds. Big Irv. It's not Irv Smith. He has okay. played for the same team his entire career. Travis Kelsey. Not Travis Kelsey. He was the fourth best tight end in PPR and fifth best in standard in 2022. Kittle? He was tight end one two of the first three weeks in the 2022 season. Mark Andrews? Mark Andrews. <laughs> and the last clue was your favorite. He plays in the AFC North and wears the number 89. Th these clues are <laughs> mean. They're targeting me. <laughs> and they weren't meant to. I, I thought you at least knew your divisions, but uh, I, Why? I'm sorry. Divisions <laughs> have know. nothing to do with fantasy football. Sure they do. They have a lot to do with Facebook ball. All right, Steven, your last one is your wide receiver. Your free clue is he weighs 215 pounds. Tyreek Hill. He has played for two different teams in his nine-year career. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> he has finished in the top 15 in standard and PPR scoring six of the last seven years. <laughs> I kind of feel like it's Tyreek Hill. <laughs> he was the, he was the number one wide receiver in all scoring formats in 2020. That's got to be Tyreek Hill. <laughs> 2020 Devonte Adams. Devonte Adams is the correct answer. The last clue is he wears number 17 and currently plays in the AFC West. All right, MJ. Okay. Come on, come on. Your last one is also a wide receiver. Your free Feeling clue is this. he's six foot even. Okay. Uh, Clue six, what? Yeah. He <clears throat> lost the 2020 championship. Did Devonta Smith? It's not Devonta Smith. He was the 21st. Devonta Smith is not six foot. What? He's so he was tiny. the 21st best wide receiver in standard and PPR scoring last season. 21st. 21st. Six foot even. Oh, one more clue, just to be safe. He is 22 years old and wears the number 17. 22 years old? Give me the give me the free weave. He was offensive rookie of the year in 2022. Garrett Wilson. 
is Garrett Wilson. And that I answer because I was angry at that freebie because that is the end of categories. <laughs> also, <laughs> I looked it up. Devonta Smith is six foot. He's only 170 pounds, though. That's why he looks smaller on the screen. All right. Uh, with that, we are rolling on over to Dave, who is hosting on the clock for us. All right, on the clock. Um, that's a hard segment to follow. <laughs> so, so I wanted to. Great segment, Scott. Really, I wanted to give a little on the clock twist today. So I love choose your own adventures when I was a kid. And I always thought sometimes when we do on the clocks, I hear you guys talking. And it's like, man, if I wasn't ready for that exact person, I may not have a great answer. So I'm going to give everybody two choices. And the last person is going to get a bonus choice. So Ooh. who wants to go first? Oh, topic. I'll go last. Topic. Well, you can't choose last. I didn't give that as an option. I'll go first. Uh, negative point, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> topic is going to be uh, free agent slash on uh free agent slash just a running back i want to talk about so you want to go first mj mm -hmm. question do you want to talk about zeke elliott or leonard fournette zeke elliott okay when the cowboys re-sign zeke is tony pollard still a top 10 fancy running back because he's adp everywhere top 10 uh 30 seconds go um absolutely and I'll tell you why, because Ezekiel Elliott actually took a ton of touchdowns away from him. Yes, this is another year, though, um, in which they're fully committed to Tony Pollard. I'll be a couple weeks, what, week two of offensive training camps. Um, so I think Tony Pollard is still going to be, well, is going to get an even bigger uh, timeshare um, you know, of this duo. Because, I mean, I don't... I think Devo uh not Devon Shade, I'm sorry, Deuce Vaughn is a gadget player. I mean, what dude's five five. So I mean, now and Malik Davis really hasn't stepped up either. I mean, I think this is Tony Pollard's time and Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, probably vulture about eight, seven, eight touchdowns this year, I think, if he gets when he gets re-signed by the Cowboys. But yeah, Tony P, yes, still gonna be top ten. Nice. I love it. I agree with you. I do. I just, man, the upside's just gone. If Zeke's back, even if Tony gets in the top 10, mm -hmm. the upside's just completely gone. So, Steven, for your question, you get the bonus subject. So, do you want to talk about Leonard Fournette, Dalvin Cook, or which teams for a fantasy purpose need the most help in their running back room? Well, there's so many good options. Spicy, spicy. Yeah, so just, I mean, you can just grab the last one. That's the easiest one, probably. I don't know if it is the easiest one, because I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> um, let me uh, let me get Dalvin Cook since I have him on my team. Right. Uh, same question for as Scott had for Hunt. So Dalvin Cook, best and worst landing spot for fantasy. Okay, best landing spot is the Kansas City Chiefs, as it's the best landing spot for any wide receiver or running back right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so definitely would love to see him go to the Chiefs. Also for fantasy, that would be amazing. Uh, worst landing spot would be Buffalo, if that's an option. <laughs> um, teaming up with his brother, and that is also just a loaded running back group. Not Well, loaded in the sense that I think there's just a lot of... A lot guys. of mouths to feed. 
Yeah, I would, I would go crowded over loaded because loaded kind of yes, crowded <laughs> loaded implies they're good. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is much better word, but but yeah. So so two two top teams, but yeah, KC would be best. Bills worst. Dude, I want every one of my running backs to end up on KC. There's so many <laughs> opportunities right now. Mm. It's such an empty like. It, it, nobody stands out. No, even uh, even Zeke or. Well, I know. I'm, I'm not on Leonard Fournette at this point, but I think Zeke could have some success in Casey on the goal line. Yeah. Scotty, so you picked Kareem Hunt. Best and worst landing spot for Kareem. What do you got? Fantasy. Fantasy-wise. Right. I don't care about NFL football. Best landing spot has to be Kansas City Chiefs. I think he becomes the top dog in that offense. He jumps Pacheco. I would have to say that the Falcons would be the worst landing spot. I don't want him playing behind Bijan Robinson. I think he would take away value from Bijan, and I think his fantasy value is complete. And you don't think it matters at all that Andy Reid already fired him once, that it'd still be good for no. him to go back to Kansas City? Yes. It, in case you missed it, Steven also picked his running back to go to Kansas City because it's a great landing spot. Nice. You guys are in sync. All right, that's it. That's all on the clock. Nice. Well, yeah, very nice. Thank you, Dave. Um, I think we're switching back to some good old... Well, yeah, MFK. Scott, I think you're leading this one. All right. For my MFK this week, I'm keeping it pretty uh, simple. We have our guest, Dave, here, who is an airline pilot. So I got three airlines for you. It's Delta... American and Southwest. Do you want me to lead it off? This is pretty easy. I mean, sure, if, if you want to. <laughs> I'm just going to lead this off, though, and say I'm using the traditional M, F, and K and not, you know, how you guys have done it in the past. So I'm definitely effing Southwest. Like, it's my one true love. Uh, I'll yeah. marry Delta and then <laughs> kill an American. You're effing your one you love instead of marrying. That's right. We're getting freaky deaky, my man. <laughs> um, well, I mean, yeah, this is a layup for me. I'm going the same uh, Mary Delta of Southwest and kicking American off a mountain. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty easy. I just hate American with a passion. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, wow. The same exact thing. I, I'm, I think, I'm interested, Scott. I think it's a. Uh, is it the first time we've had a four for four? It's it was a pretty easy one, but yeah, Mary Delta, uh, friends of benefits, Southwest, and uh, killing American with a passion. I not friends with benefiting Southwest. Okay, I'm doing some other things to Southwest. You know what I'm saying? Heck yeah! <laughs> we're gonna need some of those little napkins to clean up when we're done. Dave, what you feeling for your MFK? Uh, I didn't come up with an MFK. We're doing like off-season MFKs. All right. Oh, wh whatever you feel like. Usually Perfect. just random. Done. I got it. This one's too, super easy. MFK. Nintendo Switch, PS5, Xbox X. Ooh. I have not played any three of these. <laughs> I'll I'll answer quickly just because. Oh, my I've, God, Steven. Um, I will... Marry the PlayStation 5. I will... No, 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 no. I will marry the Nintendo Switch. I will do unthinkable things and F 
the PlayStation 5, and I will kill the Xbox X. Easy peasy for me. Is the so Switch great? I, like, I love the Switch. But it's more of a family, you know. Well, you can. there's also some fun games in it, yeah. But So this is the one, it's handheld and you can cast it? Is that how it works? Yeah. All right, I'm going to kill it. And then <laughs> I'm going to marry the PlayStation and F. Historically, I'm an Xbox guy, but I just hear that PlayStation just has better graphics. And I don't know. So, so yeah. Yeah. So I 100% agree with uh, MJ. In fact, I have to say the Switch is the yeah. only one of the three I've played, uh, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, the Mario Kart is dope. Things you can do with it. Um, the PS5 from all the commercials I've seen just seems like it has some really awesome games right now. And I mean, I, I was an Xbox guy back in the day too, but I, I just don't know anything about the new Xbox. So you guys all love make believe football, but you don't play any make believe games in your spare time. Oh, I do, baby. I would love to I, if I had a. I definitely console, play make believe games. Awesome. I just play them on like very, very old consoles. I'm on a year 14 dynasty, like uh, Chicago Bears dynasty on Madden 23 right now. It's great. I love it. I love it, baby. Steven, you want to go up next? Yeah. So, of course, we're in June. June is for Geminis. <laughs> and mm -hmm. if you're not familiar, the Gemini horoscope scope is twins. So we're about to twin it up here. Um, so we got two, three sets of pairs, and you guys are going to have to choose which pair MFK. So got it. Love it. Up, we'll start with our early 30s pair. We got Emily Ratajkowski and Lucy Hill. Our mid-30s pair, we got Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. And then we got our 40s pair, Zoe Zaldana and Angelina Jolie. I will... Mary, the first group. I will <laughs> F the third group, and I will kill the middle group. That was a that was a rapid fire. Good good choice, MJ. That uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't recognize some of these. Definitely, the Olsen twins are probably in the kill category. <laughs> 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 this this Emily chick, she looks cute. So let's go with Mary for her. And then who's the other pair? Who'd you just mention? The Emily Ratajkowski. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great choice. Yeah. So Emily Ratajkowski, Lucy Hill, that was number one. And then the 40-year-olds were Zoe Saldana and Angelina Jolie. Oh, you know me and my other <laughs> ladies. I'm going to field those two. I was filled with a D, for those that are listening. Filled with the D. So With the yeah. D, baby. Um, all right, Scott, who do you got? All right, so I think I would have to uh, marry uh, Emily and Lucy. I would have to friends with Benchovitz, Zoe and Angelina, and I would also have to kill um, the Olsen twins of those three pairs. Man, the poor Olsen twins just getting buried by this group. But in a rare form, I'm agreeing with the group. Same MFK for me, so that's four for four. We'll give ourselves a round of applause. Great, great taste all around. Uh, we are just so <laughs> simpatico. Um, yeah, I, my turn? Yeah, your turn, I think. Okay, I'm going to knock it out really easy. I decided with the 
recently new live action Little Mermaid, I had to go with our favorite classics. Well, Disney classics, um, Little Mermaid, The Lion King, and Beauty and the Beast. MFK? The Little Mermaid, Mary Lion King, F Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I agree with Steven. Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, Mermaid, MFK. Okay. So to be clear, we're talking about the original classic version, not, not the live the action. Correct. Because the remakes are pretty good, especially Beauty and the Beast, man. Uh, I know, I know. All right. I I okay. think I'm gonna have to just I, I yeah, the the group's right. I mean it's Lion King, Mary, Beauty and the Beast, field it, and you know, kill the mermaid. She can't talk, it's fine. Nah, I'm a I'm a field the mermaid. Very yeah. special <laughs> place in my heart. And uh, I'll kill Beauty and the Beast. But what Mary Lion King. Jay? Your heart's not the part of your body. I'm thinking about. <laughs> I'm a friends friends with Benchifitz, the uh, uh, Little Mermaid. Um, um, great picks, you guys. I mean, super, I mean, I guess I was Lion King was always going to be a Mary, and I feel like Lion King has very special place in everyone's hearts too. So, um, we're going to scoot on over to Jukebox. Juke. Let's get it, guys. Another good round of <laughs> jukebox. Dave coming in with the, <laughs> with the juke as well. Um, I was pretending I had Spectrum Internet. <laughs> shout out. Um, of course, it's summertime. So we got some of the best summer songs of all time, according to Rolling Stones. And I think I'm going to spread these out um, over the weeks to come. But just got two for you guys today and want you guys each to answer the questions for them. So first we'll start with number 18 on the best summer songs of all time list, which is still my sunshine by Len. Oh, um, Dave, you're looking a little confused. Just give it a ring and I'm sure you'll remember it once you, once you listen to it for, for a bit, it's definitely a bop. It's a great song. Um, so still my sunshine. We're always talking about the wide receiver rooms for Cincinnati. We got, Higgins and Chase. We got Miami, Waddle and Hill, and we got Philly, AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. Um, what wide receiver two on their team is most likely to steal the sunshine and become the number one wide receiver on their team for fantasy? Are we all answering this one? Yep. Uh, I'm taking Jalen Waddle of those pairings. I think he's uh, the closest to being an alpha of the wide receiver twos. And I th we know that Hills can be done in three years, but I think uh, Waddle could take over sooner than that. MJ? Devonta Smith. I think he showed, I mean, last year, geez, Louise, what a season he had. And I, I think what he really showed is his ability to win in any kind of coverage any space, especially when you have a alpha of AJ Brown, I mean, eating up the best cornerback and, you know, out muscling them anyway. I think both these guys are going to continue to eat. Um, but Devonta Smith, I think has the potential to definitely edge over AJ Brown. I would say most particularly in like PPR formats, but, sure. but I think he definitely has the best opportunity to. Dave? 
Do I have to stick with the pairs you said, or can I just pick any number two to eat the number one? Go ahead and stick with the pairs, but I'll I'll give you your honorable mention Waddle. after. Waddle. Okay, so y'all both. I'm I'm thinking I'm actually going with the MJ because I I think the I think there's much bigger discrepancy between Hill and Waddle and Chase and Higgins versus AJ Brown and Vontae Smith. So I agree that I think Smith would be a little closer, but. Um, Dave, who is the number two that, that you were thinking about? Elijah Moore season, baby. Let's go. All right. Well, All right, then, Dave. Sorry that Elijah I asked. <laughs> um, probably will be the number three wide receiver going into the season before we know it. Um, but <laughs> thank you for I the love it, Dave. Um, next question. We got a classic, guys. This is number 26 on the all-time summer song list according to rolling stones it is pony by genuine you all know it you all love it um just also a fun fact tiblin's first huge hit as a producer was pony so um also just a little fun nugget um so of course pony it's basically a tiny horse denver broncos that's of course who we're talking about here so if javante williams starts and finishes the season what is his absolute ceiling and floor as far as wide receiver rankings go? Wait. Well, uh, his wide receiver sorry. rankings. His running back rankings go. My apologies. Okay. You're good. Um, <laughs> I was like, what's so confusing? I mean, I just don't think – I'll take this first. I don't think they're going to be necessarily putting him out there as much as – well – if you're using any common sense, they're not going to use them as much as they should. And I think Perrine's going to eat up a lot of uh, the touches here just as a precaution. Um, I can see prob- I'll be a little generous, like RB 27. For the absolute ceiling? Uh, I, I, best I mean, case scenario. Best case scenario? Uh, well, I mean, best case scenario... Then I'm sorry, RB15. Okay. All right. That's all. I mean, I mean he, yes, he's showing up at OTAs, but yes, also he's coming back from a catastrophic knee injury. So if he's your franchise running back, I, I just I, I just don't see them using, like, giving him that much usage. But what, best case we, scenario. And what about floor then? Oh, and again, I mean, this is starting and finishing the season, is the assumption. Okay. Floor. RB RB thirty five. Okay, so fifteen and thirty five. Still, that's that's a reasonable reasonable breakdown. I'm being very generous. Yeah, I'm I'm going to add five to each of NJ's numbers. I think uh, top twenty. I'll just say twenty, and I think top forty. I'll just say forty. You think twenty is his absolute ceiling if he starts and finishes the season? Yes, I think uh, Samaji is going to take a lot of the touches in that offense. Um, I think they're going to be pass heavy as well. I'm pretty shook by this, Dave. All right. I looked up both of those songs when it wasn't my turn to answer, and I've never heard either of them. I have no idea. You never heard Pony by Genuine? No. no. Flies no, all I over the country daily and lives under a rock. Till your sunshine. I can't believe Literally never heard this song. Um, so I oh man. So I'll be honest, I don't I don't make my own ranks. So um I'm just pulling this one straight out of, you know, the rear end, like the pony song. Uh, but 
first year back from an ACL, he's not going to be hundred percent. His body's not going to react right. He's just, it's going to be a year till he gets back to full strength. So I think full strength, he's probably a top 12 running back on a bad team, which puts him more in the top 24 range. So I would say your absolute ceiling for this year is like running back 22. And I think that's only if the Broncos actually take a step forward under Sean Payton. I don't have a ton of faith in that. I'd love to see it, but I'm Mm. thinking floor probably like running back 60. I mean, this is crazy to me. I I mean, I think, again, starting and finishing the season, absolute ceiling for me is 10. Like if he – we saw the talent that he had before he got injured. Again, if he's starting the season, I'm assuming a full bill of health. Yes, I think they're going to hopefully tone it down if they're smart, like MJ said, and mix in P. Ryan a good bit. But I would still expect him to be the full-fledged number one running back, and I think that that could get him to number 10. Um, with so that you said, see it, I was going to say, you see a lot more coverage now from medical professionals and injury recovery timelines. And specifically with the ACL, what they're doing when they fix it is they actually remove some ligaments from elsewhere in your body and put them on the ACL. And so without the proper receptors in the ligament, it actually takes, it takes a year to be healthy, but they don't have the same feel. And that's why you see ACL running backs take two years to get back to full speed. So they might be healthy, but they're not going to have confidence in the knee. They're not going to have confidence in their ability to cut. This is, I mean, we've seen it over and over again. ACL running backs don't come back. Even if they're healthy, they don't come back ready to smash. They just aren't as Mm -hmm. good. Mm-hmm. It's a fair point, Ben. Fair point. Um, and I think with that, that's I think my floor will be the same as MJ's is 35. So still a pretty large range of outcomes there. Um, bonus point for the Pony Broncos, which I guess this is an easy answer based off of everyone's first answer. But if him and Jerry Jerry Judy play the same number of games, who finishes with more fantasy points? Marvin Mims. Oh, yeah, Judy. <laughs> Judy, baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Javante Williams. And honestly, it's it's an easy it's an easy answer for me. Oh, uh, man. Damn, you just this support This needs to be the... a side bet right here because I want to get – like I would love to watch you do a shotgun for both of your – he's going to be outside your window and he's going to have far fewer points than Jerry. Oh, well, I mean, but we, we got a lot of caveats if we're going mean, <laughs> to I, I – would, I would do the, the second one if – if they finish, if they play the same number of games, which you know that's going to be a big caveat, um, I'll for sure do a shotgun bet for that. Done. I'm same in. number Let's of games, go. I'm in as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm in as G. well. But remember, we did the same thing with JT and CMC, and you were like, "No, same number of games doesn't matter." Okay, that was a completely different scenario. Yeah, but if Horrible. you compare the games they were in, CMC smashed them. Or we could just not even worry about same number of games; just do average points per game. Mm-hmm for the season doesn't matter how many games they play in oh that's not fair why receivers are going to have a higher floor for higher points per game that's some no, no, average points per game so if they were the same oh, number average of games, fantasy points fantasy yeah points. yeah yeah if they're the same number of games then it would be a one-to-one but if they're in different numbers of games it's still a great comparison of who's having a better are, season are we making that a side bet and a shotgun bet because i'm taking the judy side on both i don't know if i want to make that a shotgun bet <laughs> You, you got should. a whole lot of you confidence should. before. <laughs> I mean, you should because Dave loses most shotgun bets, and he's on the opposite side of this one. So, I had a bad year, okay?
Listen, Dave is just never going to bet on. All right, for, again. since Dave's on the podcast, we'll do a side shotgun bet. And all, all right, yeah. we're we're putting it on the side bet board. That's number five. Uh, Average fantasy points per game in our MJ, sport. Yes, MJ, Dave, and I have Judy, and you have Williams. Average fantasy points per game. I love it. It's like taking candy from a ginger. And also, I, yeah, I guess I'm curious <laughs> as to how averages work because it's like if he plays half the game and then hey, we already put it on the board. Can't turn You're around. You're curious now. as to how averages work. If he plays half the game and goes out, he still counts as having played all the games. So it doesn't really matter if so he was all the he, games or he count, that counts as one game if he plays part of the game. Yes. Got Just it. like it would count. Yeah. Are you, do you want it to count as like half a game? No, 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 no. I, I, just, I mean, I, I, I just was curious as if they did break it down further than that. Like, if he got ten points before halftime, is that more than you know? If he got, I, I don't know. I'm overthinking it, but I'm rolling with Javante. Let's wrap it up, MJ. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, thanks for an awesome episode, you guys. Uh, I had to send us very special thanks, of course, to Dave our first two-time guest. Um, and Dave, you're always so electric. Always make us think. Make us think. And really point out um, sometimes th things that are just right in front of us that we need to think about as well. So I, we're always so appreciative of you, as well as being our commissioner for our first Dynasty League ever. Um, so here's to year two. Um, and... Thank you guys all for your time and everyone who's listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We had three through th some new, well, a new uh, segment at you, and I hope you enjoyed it. I thoroughly did uh, with categories, and um, yeah, overall, thanks, uh, Dave. Anything to say? I mean, Scott's also a commissioner, but well, thanks, well, for the, thanks for the nice words, MJ. I appreciate it. I'm always happy to talk about Taysom Hill on the fantasy football podcast. Love it, baby. Uh, Scott. Yeah, Dave, thanks for coming on a second time. Uh, appreciate you having here. Um, if you have for our listeners out there, if you have a choice between spectrum and any other internet service provider, choose the other internet service provider because I got cut out like three times while trying to record this. Um, so yeah, spectrum, you suck. And, uh, I can't wait to not use you. Um, thank you, Stephen and MJ for being great co-hosts and, uh, yeah, thanks to all our listeners out there. Awesome, man. Steve-O? Yeah, thanks, Dave. Always awesome time when you join us. And like MJ said, you always help fuel our fire and add some great debates. So appreciate you coming on. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Looking forward to some more fun shows throughout the summer and uh, excited for what's to come this year. Awesome. Uh, thank you, everybody. And that's another episode of What's Your Fantasy? fantasy football podcast we'll see you guys next time sweet sweet fantasy baby